Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sermon Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Today is November 6th, 2020, and it is time for our congregation at prayer. Uh, this, this comes to you every day as um, the saints here at St. John and Sherman Center, we gather together around God's word and to pray together and to consider um, through catechesis what he might have to say for us in our context. Of course, God's word always has something to say. <laughs> All right, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our memory verse for today is from 2 Corinthians 5. Let's say it together. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. Now our psalm for this week, Psalm 96. O sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him, strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let, all the, sea, let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exalt and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, our first reading today is from Ephesians chapter 1, continuation there. Uh, yeah, so we just kind of jump in halfway into the sentence here that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of his, inher of the, his inheritance in the saints, 
and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and all. All right. Be a fun book to study. Yeah, maybe we'll get to that after Hebrews. All right, our reading today um, are some of Joshua's context. We're going to jump around a bit. Uh, chapter 11, 13, 18, chapter 21. All right, so there's quite a bit of history that goes on here. Um, but for the sake of brevity, I think we're going to jump around, and then we'll come back to Joshua's farewell address in chapter 22-24 on Monday. All right. As the Lord had commanded Moses his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua, and so Joshua did. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Joshua, or Moses. Thus Joshua took all this land, the mountain country, all the south, all the land of Goshen, the lowland, and the Jordan plain the mountains of Israel and its lowlands, from Mount Halak and the ascent of Seir, even as far as Baal God in the valley of Lebanon below Mount Hermon. He captured all their kings and struck them down and killed them. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel except the Hivites and the inhabitants of Gibeon. All the others they took in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that they should not come against Israel in battle, or that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might utterly destroy them, and that they might receive no mercy, but that he might destroy them as the Lord had commanded Moses. Right. Then jump to chapter 13. Now, Joshua was old, advanced in years, and the Lord said to him, You are old, advanced in years. And there remains very much land yet to be possessed. This is the land that yet remains. All the territory of the Philistines and all that of the Geshurites from Sihor, which is east of Egypt, as far as the border of Ekron, northward, which is counted as Canaanite, the five lords of the Philistines, the Gazites, the Ashodites, the Ashkelonites, and the Gittites, and the Ekronites. Also the Avites from the south, all the land of the Canaanites and Mirarah uh, that belongs to the Sidonians as far as Aphek to the border of the Amorites, the land of the Gebelites and all Lebanon toward the sunrise from Baal God below Mount Hermon as far as the entrance of Hamath, all the inhabitants of the mountains of Lebanon as far as Brook um, Mesheroth, Meshephoth, excuse me, and all the Sidonians. Them I will drive out from before the children of Israel, only divide it by lot to Israel as an inheritance as I have commanded you. Now therefore divide this land as an inheritance of the nine tribes and half the tribe of Manasseh. All right, and then it looks like we skip to uh, chapter 18, right? Yeah. Now the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle of meeting there. And 
The land was subdued before them. But there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes which had not yet received their inheritance. Skipping to verse 10. Then Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord, and there Joshua divided the land to the children of Israel according to their divisions. And then jumping all the way to chapter 21. So the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which he had sworn to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. Which, of course, is the emphasis, right? God keeping his promises. All right. Let's do some catechesis here. Go back to chapter 11. Yeah. All right, what's the importance of this verse here? As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua, and so Joshua did. They left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moses. What's so important about that statement, do you think? Yeah, this is Joshua hearing the word of the Lord and keeping it. Yeah, why skipping around? Well, because we can't, Chris, we can't read 20 chapters. Of battles, um, we could, but uh, rather than do that, um, we're just gonna move ahead. You could read it today. You could probably get through all twenty chapters if you give yourself a a couple hours. To read all of that, so feel free. Um, think of Luke chapter eleven. Compare Luke chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight to um, verse fifteen. There of our reading from chapter chapter eleven. Jesus said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it, right? Um, and as we've talked about in Bible, study many time, Bible studies many times, you know, hold fast to his word. Think of uh, what he also says then uh, to those on the road uh, that he met on the road from Emmaus. He says to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Right? So there's uh, Joshua hearing the word of God and keeping it. What did Joshua do with all the kings? Yeah, he struck them down and killed them with the sword, right? Um, you see that uh, listed here, all these kings in particular that was struck down. Yeah, verse 17. Uh, why did the people of the land wage war against Israel? Important doctrine here to note. Verse 20, chapter 11 there. The Lord hardened their hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I know that makes some people uncomfortable, but these are people who are in rebellion to God and his word, who refuse to hear his word, and God further hardens their heart, right? much like he does with Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh comes out against God's people, and then God shows um, his authority over Pharaoh. In the Red Sea. Uh, what did the Lord want to do to the people of the land? Again, because their hardness of heart, because they would refuse to hear, he will utterly destroy them. Right? And that's always the judgment for rebellion against God's word, ultimately. That um, he call you to repentance, and if you refuse to repent, uh, you'll be destroyed, just like he did here. 
Now, what did the Lord tell Joshua when he was old? Now, I got to skip here to chapter 13. Right, old, advanced in years, he has all this stuff. I mean, there still remains very much land for you. So skip to verse 6 here. All the inhabitants of the mountains from Lebanon as far as the book, uh, Meshurafoth, and all the Sidonians, then I will drive them out before the children of Israel. Very key here. I will drive them out, only divide it by lot to Israel as an inheritance as I have commanded you. So beautiful. The Lord's the one who's doing the driving out here. He's the one defeating the enemy. He's the one that's giving them the land. Uh, and it's his to do with what he will, right? It's, it's not our land. It's God's land. <laughs> this is his earth. He created it. He created you. He has authority over you and over this earth. Um, and Joshua, what did, was Joshua told to do even though they had not yet occupied the land? So a little bit of telegraphing here. Yeah, when, when you finally do receive it all, you're to divide it as an inheritance among the nine tribes and half the tribe of Manasseh. Remember, uh, two and a half tribes settled on the other side of the Jordan River. Uh, and we'll bump into them again later. All right. Where did the Israelites set up the tabernacle of meeting? That's in chapter 18 here. So the tabernacle that had been going through the wilderness, when it, where did it finally settle in the promised land? At a place called Shiloh, right? Uh, at that point, how many tribes had not yet received their inheritance? You see in verse 2. Yeah, seven tribes. How did Joshua do- divide up the land of Shiloh? Or the land, excuse me. Um, how did he divide up the land while at Shiloh? That's better. See that here in verse 10, that's why we skipped there. Did it according um, to lots, right? So uh, it's like casting dice, except um, I think they used the, mm, something with the priestly garments was used to, um, to divide, make decisions. The, um, oh, I can't remember the word, the words. Ah, there were the stones and they, they would cast the stones. Anyway. Um, he did this in the presence of the Lord, remember, because it's the Lord's word, so he's doing it according to the word of the Lord in the Lord's presence. What did the Lord give to the people once they finally conquered, uh, or he conquered actually all, uh, and gave them this land as their possession? Beautiful word here, verse 43. He gave Israel rest, Sabbath rest. We talked about that on Wednesday night with our Bible study in Hebrews, right? The God giving rest, and he sets that pattern for the days and the weeks and the years. I mean, winter is a time where the land is given opportunity to rest or die in a sense, right? Um, and also we, we have, uh, you have longer nights. So it's an opportunity for you to, for your sleep patterns to uh, recover, you know, from uh, working all summer, especially if you were a farmer. What had the Lord done to all their enemies? Notice again, it's the Lord who did it. Verse 44. Yeah, the Lord gave them rest all around according to all that they had sworn to their fathers, right? And every, all their enemies were delivered into their hand. They were all destroyed. All right. And then verse 45, why do we need to hear the word, those words in particular? Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. Again, like I said uh, before, this is, I think this is key. You know, and especially if you did go back and read all 20 chapters here of the conquest, is that not one of all of the Lord's words of promises failed. 
all of it came to pass. That's what he's saying. The Lord will keep all of his promises to us as well. Very important. So that we can be confident of our salvation through Jesus Christ and sure of the eternal rest that he has prepared for us. Uh, there's a question here in the chat about um, the tribes being mixed together. No, they're not. Um, they moved about by household. Remember, it's often that um, either Moses or now Joshua would call um, the heads of the household you know, forward. So yes, uh, these are, they've been nomadic. They've been moving about, um, but been moving about as households, right? Uh, Twelve tribes. Well, now nine and a half, right, in the promised land. Um, they're, they're not mixed together, so to speak, but Joshua divides up the land according to tribes, um, and it's, it's just by lot, right, casting, casting stones. So you go there, you go there, you go there, right? And we know that um, the south was settled by um, one of the largest tribes, which was Judah and Benjamin, right? And then uh, the other would be the other, how many tribes? We have two in the south, we have two and a half on the other side, four and a half. Seven and a half settled in the north. Okay. All right. Meditation on this text. Joshua has provided a detailed account of the conquest and distribution of the land in order to declare that those who hear the word of God and hold fast to it will never be disappointed. The Holy Spirit is not concerned with a geography lesson so that we might di- may diagram the precise borders of the tribes. Rather, we are to take to heart that the Lord will defeat all our enemies, particularly sin, death, and the devil, in order that we might receive an eternal inheritance in Christ. The rest which the Lord gave to Israel on every side would soon fail them. Yet there is a greater rest which has been prepared for us in Christ. As certainly as all the Lord's good promises were fulfilled to Israel, so we may be certain that through Christ's death and resurrection, God has sealed eternal life for all those who believe in Jesus. All right. Let's confess the explanation to the second article. I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary to redeem us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, taking all of the punishment that we deserved for our sin upon himself. He descended into hell, proclaiming his victory over the devil, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, preaching the forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life in his name to the whole world. We give thanks to you for all that your Son has done for us. Help us to know and believe in Jesus. He has now ascended into heaven and sits at your right hand as our Savior and Lord. All the enemies of sin, death, and hell have been placed under his feet, and he now rules over all things for the sake of his church. Give us fervent faith in Jesus and the blessed hope that he will come again to judge the living and the dead, giving the gift of eternal salvation to all who believe in him. 
Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. On this Friday, we pray for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for its spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted, and for the sick and dying. We pray for our first responders, doctors, nurses, and all those who work in nursing homes and hospitals. We pray for an end to all fear, anxious thoughts, constant worry. We pray for deliverance from any and all authoritarian, tyrannical, and dictatorial rule. Those who would restrict or censor our faith, as well as our rights of speech, press, assembly, and protest. We pray for our military and law enforcement personnel, especially um, the National Guard, which has been called up here and elsewhere. Uh, we pray for all those who are managing um, our election results, that they would act in, with justice uh, and fairness and without deceit, and that our FBI and Department of Justice uh, and our courts would enforce our law, that we may have a free and uh, open election. We also pray for those who today celebrate their birthday, Brooke, Nora, Amy. And we also pray with Jean, who continues to rejoice in the healing God has granted her. Pray for those who are ill, Marcella, Jan, Kelsey, Ron, Marlene, Brad, Janet, and Timothy, Pastor Lindau, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Aaron, Roger, and Steve. Pray for our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Pray for all the missions and mercy work of our church, especially with Becca DeLoach, our mission of the month and also Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray the collect for this week. Almighty and everlasting God, you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that together with them we may come to the unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, let's sing our hymn for this week.
That concludes our congregation of prayer for today, November 6, 2020, Friday. So glad to have you with us all. Um, again, keep everyone in your prayers, especially our nation in particular. Um, I don't know that we're being the best example or witness to, to our world of what a free and open democracy looks like. Um, there are certainly accusations on both sides. And uh, remember that the, uh, the loser of the 2016 election, even as soon as last week, was still uh, saying that she should have won. <laughs> so this is nothing new. Um, unfortunately, it keeps happening, and I think it's just because of neglect, and some of that neglect is intentional. Every law that has been uh, suggested by both Republicans and Democrats over the last four years to reform our election process has been rejected. And uh, the only explanation I have for that um, is either, they're, well, actually I have a few, that they're maybe kicking the ball down the court, they don't want to deal with it, um, or more than likely, uh, they want to not uh, to shore up the opportunity for fraud um, because they like to use it. And that's me being a skeptic, but uh, equal opportunity skeptic. That seems to be the simplest answer. Why don't you want to deal with the loophole? Because you want the loophole. All right. So if in doubt, go with the simplest explanation. Uh, and then, like I said, let the courts, let our FBI investigate, let the Department of Justice bring uh, investigation as well. And we'll see. Uh, what the result brings. All right, Lord be with you all, and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning as we prepare for Sunday's divine service. Lord be with you. See you soon.